Amanda here. Last season, we talked to Diane Leonard about Scrum and its usefulness in the workplace. You too can learn how to best use this productivity tool in your nonprofit. Check out the upcoming virtual licensed Scrum product owner for nonprofits course offered by Agile and Nonprofits. The course starts on November 2nd, 2020. In just five mornings from the comfort of your own desk, with the support of the DH Leonard Consulting Team, you'll become a licensed Scrum product owner. Visit agileandnonprofits.com to learn more. Hey there, I'm Kimberly Hayes-Amuga. And I'm Amanda Day. And, and you're, you're listening, listening to Season 3 of, of the Fundraising Heyday Podcast. We are a dynamic duo bringing you insight and knowledge into the ever-evolving world of grants, development, and fundraising. It's also a real possibility that we'll break into song, Hello. talk about pie, mm-hmm. or refer to you, dear listeners, as y'all. Hey, y'all. And we hope all y'all will subscribe to the Fundraising Heyday Podcast. This podcast is brought to you by our Season 3 sponsor, D.H. Leonard Consulting and Grant Writing Services. Hey, don't let grants stress you out. Their team can help you with grant readiness and training, grant research, grant writing, and grant mock review. Did you know that with every Fundraising Heyday episode, we create a coordinating blog post on their website, dhleonardconsulting.com. Check it out today. Greetings, dear listeners. Do we have a treat for you today? Mm -hmm. As we're trying something new in the studio. That's right. Right here in our studio, a willing guest on yeah, our podcast. we did podcast. not kidnap her. <laughs> no, other guests have been willing, but they've been coming to us via Skype and other things. So right now, right here, our very first in-studio guest, our friend and grant guru, Pat Dubois. Welcome. ladies. Hello, hello. We're glad you're here. Thank you. I'm happy to be here with y'all. Well, Kimberly and I have known Pat through the Georgia Grant Professionals Association for at least 10 years. Because we started when we were 15. Yes. In fact, we were sitting there trying to remember, like, how long have we known Pat? It's... It's been a minute. It's so been It's minute. been longer than 10 years, I think. Yeah, probably. So, um, And in fact, Pat, you've been involved with the Grant Professionals Association long enough that you can claim to be one of only 45 people who attended the second GPA conference in Berkeley, California. Now, Pat, we're going to welcome you to that talk about that experience with our special sound effects of going back in time. Are you back ready? Back to 2000. Okay, okay yes. ready? Okay. Let's go. Let's <laughs> go. So take us back to Berkeley, Pat. Well, you know, I thought about it. It was just, it it was the same thing that you hear from every new person who comes to a GPA conference. I was with my people. Yeah. Mm. I was with people who understood me, Mm -hmm. who understood what Mm -hmm. I do, who know what I do. I mean, and it's just, because you all know, I mean, this job can be very isolating. You're often the only person in your role. Um, People who may understand your role know they don't want to do it. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe maybe they don't even understand the role, but think they do. Well, that too. You have those too. Yeah. Oh, it's just a great. You can just Just you just write letters, and it's like, oh, really? Yeah. Sit beside me and write these letters. Why don't you? How'd you even find out about it? 
I think I found on the internet. Really? I think. Well, yeah. That's everything, right? <laughs> yeah. The internet. Children before the internet was a time where we're just not going to talk about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I think, um, yeah. So I found it on the internet, um, and my boss let me go. Mm. Um, and it was one of those things where there were like other people in the department who didn't want me to go. Oh, I can't believe she's going to this conference in Berkeley. All the way, blah blah blah. But I'm nice. going to be with my people, and That's I right. was, and it was amazing. Yeah, nice. So I'm trying to think of a, of a delicate way to say this, but let's say that we are, um, we have aged like fine wine in this profession. Oh, absolutely. Are we vintage? We're vintage. We are like vintage. Yeah. We're vintage grant professionals. But for our listeners, I would love it if you could give us a quick rundown of the places that you've worked and the missions that you have served as a grant professional. Sure. Well, I got my, actually, my first grant writing job. It will be 25 years next month. And she started as a five-year-old for those yeah, of yeah, you yeah, keeping yeah, 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 yeah. violating Just, you know, child labor laws. It was yeah, terrible. Standing on, you know, they had me sitting on books. Her tiny hand. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. keyboard. So, uh, but I started with Tanner Medical Center, which is a hospital out in Carrollton. Okay. Yeah. So worked out there for a couple years with the Red Cross for a couple years, then went to the Atlanta Symphony. Uh, oh wow! For about I did five not years. know that. Yep. Me neither. Yep. And then got my job at Mercy Care, which is where I am now. So I've been there a little over 16 years. Which is kind of an anomaly in the best possible way in grants and fundraising because there's a lot of switching and swapping going on. Yeah, yeah. So I've stayed pretty steady. I've done some freelance work on the side as well. So that kind of keeps things interesting. Sure. But I even talked Pat into being a grant reviewer for the Georgia Department of Ed. And we had lots of fun texts back and forth. (laughs) Why did we sign up for this? It's, It's good to be, it's a learning experience yes. but it's it's also kind of painful too right it yeah <laughs> yeah that was probably i mean and i've done several reviews over the years that was the most challenging mm-hmm. <laughs> um for a lot of different reasons yeah so, yeah i won't i won't i don't want to you know be mean about it but yes we don't want to discourage anybody be a grant reviewer it's a good yeah experience. absolutely yeah yeah i think well, it's one of those experiences that after you've done it you're like wow i learned a lot but while you're doing it you're like Wow, why am I doing this? Yeah. Yeah. So it's just a little know. painful yeah. in the midst of, yeah. but then you come it's, away learning. It's like, okay, I don't want to do that in my proposal. I don't want to do yes. that in my proposal. True that. Uh-huh. Yeah. And the reality is when you're doing it, it's just because you're under such a strict deadline and you also have your normal work job that you're trying to fit it all in. It's just a lot all at once. But it's kind of like childbirth. After once you've been away from it for a few months, you forget how bad it was, <laughs> and you're willing of, to do it again. It's nature's amnesia <laughs> to keep you going back and doing, you know, doing yes. this thing that before you didn't want to do. But all y'all, please be grant reviewers. Yes. Don't listen to us whine. Go and do it. It'll build character. Yeah. Oh, true story. Um, so, Pat, I remember hearing you talk about recognizing your own burnout at a, after a conference we had. So, why mm-hmm. don't you share a little bit? Because I love your story. And guess what? That's what <laughs> yes. we're talking about today burn up yeah so i had gone to the gpa conference in san diego in 2017 and i mean you know three days great location you know staff i I just cannot give them enough credit they do an amazing job in pulling that conference together they really do Mm. but i just came away like "Eh." i you know i just really didn't get anything out of it 
And so, you know, and I was just like, okay, we just chalk it up and move on. And so then I got back to the office. And for the next two or three weeks, I'm reading on Grant Zone, which is the uh, message board. Sure. Yes. It's like a forum for members of yeah. Grant. And many, many professional associations have their right. own forums, right. as you know. People raving about the con- about the conference. And I'm like, what did I miss? Yeah, well, <laughs> and to be clear, it wasn't that it sounds like it wasn't that you were like, oh, it's a waste of time. You just maybe felt disconnected. I felt disconnected. I mean, I really like I said, it was weeks and weeks of people raving and raving. And so finally I had to and I've just this is proof of my southern born and bred. Mm. I had to have a come to Jesus meeting <laughs> with myself. Oh, we often have yes. come to Jesus meetings here, Pat. You're among friends. Yes, you are. And and so, yeah, I just realized that, okay, you are somehow disconnected. Uh, you're disconnected. You're being overly critical. And I realized, you know, that I was moving into burnout. I don't know that it was, like, full on. Hmm. But I realized it's like, okay, you need to you need to do something because this mm-hmm. – because obviously it was not just about that one conference. No, which, you by know? the way, I was there, and it was, it was a beautiful setting mm-hmm. with little bungalows yeah. and super healthy – Lovely food. Yeah. 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 So, but anyway, it's like, okay, how do you, what do I need to do to regroup and move forward mm-hmm. and really embrace my profession, my career, um, so that, you know, it's all good. <laughs> no, right, yeah, right, right. Yeah. And what I love about hearing this from you is that recognizing that what I was trying to get at earlier, it's like, it was a beautiful and peaceful setting for the introvert in me. Everybody's like, we're going to go out. I'm like, I'm going to my bungalow. (laughs) I'm going out to the little porch behind my bungalow. That's my going out. But to realize, hey, in the midst of all of this and seeing people, Mm -hmm. I'm not not feeling renewed. And it sounds like it sort of spilled. It was kind of a symptom of maybe what you had been experiencing. I don't want to put words in your mouth. Yeah, yeah. And but then you you recognized it. Yeah. Instead of just kind of sleepwalking through another couple of years trying yeah. to figure out what's wrong, you're like, here's something that's wrong and it then because because I know how the story turns out. <laughs> I know that you um were able to sort of as you alluded to kind of pull mm-hmm. yourself out of that mm-hmm. and um I'd love for you to explain a little bit about what you did yeah. to help it from being such a, a bigger problem. Right, bigger problem. right. Well, what I did was I got together with uh, one of my colleagues, Joanne Lawrence. Uh, we've been writing grants for years. Um, but not for the same organization. Well, interestingly yes. enough, no. she was at Mercy Care when I started 16 years ago. And so is that so, how you two met? Yeah, that's okay. how we met. I didn't that's know how that. we met. And, yeah. And Mercy Care is provides I'm sorry. No, uh, no, no, let let folks know. It's a great organization. I yeah. would love to. Mercy Care is a federally qualified health center. Mm-hmm. Uh, we provide services for people who are homeless, people who are recent immigrants, people who don't have insurance, uh, basically people who have nowhere else to turn. Right. Um, and so we do primary care, dental care, behavioral health, uh, all types of uh, medical care support services. Mm-hmm. And we have 10 clinics, 10 fixed and mobile clinics across the metro area, and we serve about 15,000 people a year. So this should be, on the surface, incredibly rewarding work, but I think it speaks to a much deeper issue about working in nonprofit. Well, exactly. I mean, it's, it is fabulous work, and I love what I do. I love the mission. It's, we do great work. But it's, I, you know, I think it was just, 
you still have, particularly in working in nonprofit, you have to have that balance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you cannot, it can't just be about this mission here. It has to be, okay, well, what am I doing? What am I, who am I connecting with professionally? What type of professional organizations am I involved in? How am I mentoring mm-hmm. people? How am I bringing other people up? Uh, what other type of volunteer work am I doing? What type of freelance work am I doing? Am I reviewing grants on the side to perhaps <laughs> learn how to do this? <laughs> Wasn't that better? fun? <laughs> <laughs> it's like a spa day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but maybe sometimes that makes you realize maybe just not so bad after all. <laughs> you know, I mean, and then what else, you know, that whole life balance piece, you know, what am I doing outside of that uh, that brings me joy? So trying to pull all of that together. And so that ended up thinking, taking the time to think through that served as the basis for the presentation that we did mm-hmm, mm-hmm. at the 2018 Southern Regional Grants Conference. That I saw and was incredibly inspired by. Thank you. Thank because you. Because that was part of me figuring out what I wanted to yeah. do. And I, But I love how you were like, okay, I didn't get anything out of this conference, but maybe it's because I'm going to think about giving. Right. Again, I don't want to put words yeah, in your no, mouth. No, that was right. I didn't, like I said, I knew that I wasn't engaged. Right. And so I didn't bring anything to it, you know, and it was just, okay, let me sit here and you all feed me. And okay, well, you didn't feed me, so I'm going to go back home <laughs> and yeah. be mad about it. <laughs> but I appreciate the fact that that's, you yeah. weren't mad about it for the year, and that made you decide not to go to the conference. Or you went again, and then you're sitting, you're already, you show up, and you're already kind of mad because of the last time, and then you just get more like, oh, yeah. And know. I mean, and that's just, you know, I guess it would have been easy to fall into that, mm-hmm. but that's just very. I don't know. That just takes too much energy. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Wow. Uh It takes too much energy to be complacent. Uh, And grumpy. And And grumpy. Yeah. 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 So it was like, okay, how can I... How can I re-engage? Um, So, and interestingly enough, at the time, I was, I think I was the treasurer for the Georgia chapter. Mm -hmm. And I think three months later, I think you called me, hey, somebody wants you to be vice president. So I love that. I love that. (laughs) Somebody. Somebody. It was me. I'll I'll admit it now. It was me. You're so slick with your recruiting technique. Amanda's like, hello, someone, Pat, wants you to be vice president. Oh, no, no. I remember. You have been nominated. (laughs) I won't say by who. But it was, you know, it was a great entree, if you will, to, Mm -hmm. you know, more responsibility, more engagement. Uh Uh, And it was perfect. And it was what I needed. Um, And then, you know, thinking about the conference, uh, the regional conference, okay, well, let's, you know, let's try to put something together. Well, what does this mean? What does this look like? What are some of the ways that we can encourage other people who've been doing this for a long time? Yeah, because that's one of the thing about conferences, too. When you've been at this for a long time, I mean, and they do their best to give you, you know, the advanced sessions, blah, 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 blah. But you still, it's like. Sometimes it's more, I don't need, that's going to sound really bad, but I'll say it anyway. It's like, I don't feel like I need, and maybe I do, but I don't feel like I need the how to. Right. Sometimes I need to keep finding my why. Yeah. And maybe that's a little bit of where you were. Yeah. I mean, I think the why is one reason why why we started this (laughs) podcast. 
Right. No, that's you know? exactly why we started it. We were both like, we need to, we need a creative outlet. We have all this knowledge, mm-hmm. so we don't want to just randomly do something. So we want it to be in the grant realm, but mm-hmm. what's something we could do that maybe hasn't been done and we would enjoy. And yeah. if nothing else, we have a really good time in the studio. So. <laughs> yeah, maybe a little too good, some yes. would say, but, but yeah, it, it's, and it's also being curious. I love that you were like, probing like mm-hmm. doing a little little self brain probe which sounds really painful and kind of weird but <laughs> but you were asking those questions of yourself yeah. it was what do i need now what would keep me engaged and your answer in some respects seems to have been leadership and then helping others who may mm-hmm. be in that because you could do right livelihood at this federally qualified health center that served thousands over the years people who would probably um, die or live lives um, not to their fullest extent because they can't access mm-hmm. health care. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But sometimes if you even if you've been doing that, for me, sometimes it's the grind of it, grinding out those grants mm-hmm. and those grant reports right. and tussling with forms and portals and people who are well-meaning but maybe don't <laughs> understand how to give you the information you need in a timely mm-hmm. fashion. Yep. Yep. Is that gentle enough? Yeah. <laughs> and it's, and it's rinse, you know, the yeah. re- rinse Lather, repeat. rinse, repeat. That's, that's what I was your looking for. Thank yeah. you. She was doing the magical hand gesture, which y'all can't see, but yes. it's kind of, she's kind of washing her hair <laughs> in a virtual way. Glad you're picking up, but I'm putting uh, down. I always do. So, well, as, like Kimberly said, we both set in on the workshop you yep. gave. Yep. And so you care to share with our listeners, what were some of the, besides getting more engaged in the chapter, what were mm-hmm. some other ways that you decided to get back into it? And um, it? What were some of the things we talked about? Mentoring. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I think we, and I think you all would agree, you know, you do it when you've been at it for a while, you do it on an informal level, True if that. nothing yes. else. You know, you're almost always talking to somebody, you know, oh, you write grants, can mm-hmm. I talk to you, blah, 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 blah. You know, so there's, you know, embracing that. You know, there are formal mechanisms where mm-hmm. you can do, you know, and I will, if you don't mind, I'll give a shameless plug for GPA's Mentor Match Program. Nice. Yeah, I serve on that committee. Um, <laughs> I'm involved, I love yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, it's a great program if you're somebody, if you're new to the profession, if you're, it's a free benefit to all GPA members. And GPA is the Grant Professionals Association. Association, Mm -hmm. yes. Um, So if you're new to the profession, you're a new member of GPA and you want to, uh, want to find a mentor, you can use that program. If you're somebody who's been in GPA for a while, been a grant professional for a while, and you want to teach somebody else, you can join as well. We'll match you up. It's a year long commitment, one hour a month. Wow. I'm actually a mentor to somebody right now, which is something I never thought I would do. But uh, when I heard about the program Mm -hmm. and I heard about when it first got going, they had way more people wanting to be mentored than they had mentors. And I thought, okay, I I know I'm not a perfect grant writer, but I've been doing it a while. I can share things. And really it's, you know, and the, the girl I'm helping, sometimes I don't always know the answers. In fact, a lot of times. But I know enough other people that I can say, I can exactly. find that out for you. Mm-hmm. And we're exactly. going to figure this out. Mm-hmm. And um, I've, I have been enjoying it yeah, immensely. Think, so highly recommend it. In a lot of ways, it's more about being a sounding board. Yes. You know, I mean, the your mentor is not going to teach you how to write a grant. But they're Ooh, going I hope to. Not. No, that, no, no. But, you know, they're going to guide you through the process of talking to your boss about why this grant is not appropriate for the organization. Yes. Yes. You know, so Mm -hmm. a lot more strategy, yeah, that sort of thing. Things that you, you know, 
they can't really teach you. You just mm-hmm. have to learn by doing. You learn by talking to other people who've been there. Yeah. And it, it's true that I learned how to write grants by looking at other examples of grants. Mm-hmm. But on those pages was never, hey, how do I have this discussion with this board chair who's convinced that the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation will be happy <laughs> to give all their money problems. to our fundraising event, said no Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation ever. program officer ever. Yeah. But or even to convince, I, I've been working with um, my mentee to explain to her boss the benefits of belonging to GPA and going to the conference. And yes, it's going to cost money, mm-hmm. but it's going to mm-hmm. return to you tenfold. Mm-hmm. You know, those are conversations that no one really teaches you about and just kind of mm-hmm. how to stand up for yourself sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yep. And yeah. I forget that what I know sometimes, or I, let me say I forget the experiences I've had and how they've shaped me. And I think that's a very dangerous place to be because then I make assumptions. It's like, what do you mean you don't know how to, when I started teaching grant writing, it became mm-hmm. apparent to me that the mechanics of it, you can study and get learn by example, get up, dust yourself off a few times, but those soft skills, Mm -hmm. those leadership skills are things that I I think the mentoring program could really bring. And if Mm -hmm. you are someone who's been listening and doing this for a long time, you know a lot more than you Mm -hmm. think you know about negotiating that potential minefield Mm -hmm. of when you have the information um, to convey and you are not the highest ranking person in the room, certainly Mm -hmm. in terms of the org chart. Right. Right. So that's important. So um, some of the other things I talked about was, you know, doing freelance work, um, mm-hmm. including grant reviews. I mean, we keep talking about that. But also just, you know, I've over the years, I've always come across people, you know, hey, would you be willing to work on this grant for me? Blah, 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 blah. Um, you know, of course, no, I cannot take it. I cannot get a part of the grant once yeah. it's funded. <laughs> yes, yes. That whole, you know, <laughs> once you go through that education process. But anyway. I'm not going to rant. Yeah. Yeah. yeah <laughs> you I'm saw me that I, all the that door. I was like, nope, nope. <laughs> That's another episode. Um, but no, I've just, I found it a good way to, uh, just to, to do something else, to apply my skills to a completely different, you know, something outside of human services. I worked for a long mm-hmm, time mm-hmm. with a guy in education. So, you know, I'm writing grants to fund a chair for this professorship. Yeah, yeah, sure. which is completely different from, you know, we don't do chairs in uh, human services. Mm-hmm. You know, so, but it was just, it kept things exciting and interesting. Yeah. And it also engaged. is avoiding a, a, a any sort of conflict of Ab- interest because absolutely. you're working with someone who's, needs are so far mm-hmm. outside the field of where you are currently mm-hmm. employed. Yeah. Just to get yeah. that out there. That's the right thing. So, well, outside of grant-related resources, what other activities do you focus on to help with your work-life balance? Because I know I, I'm friends with Pat on Facebook. <laughs> she's a superstar. I'll just go ahead and say that. Yes. Na, na, na. Well, I am all about fitness. Uh, I started running about 15 years ago. Um, so I love that. Uh, then got into CrossFit about seven years ago. Um, it was kind of a lot of love and hate at first, but I've I would say in the past three years, I've really fully embraced it. And then about a year ago, I got into powerlifting. Like Um, I said, she's a star. (laughs) And I just, I absolutely love it. And I mean, it's, you know, if I think about it, all three of those touch on different aspects of my personality. Um, You know, running. Well, running is kind of like my independent thing. 
So, you know, I run with friends sometimes, but, you know, I'll go and run by myself. I'll show up at a race. You're there with a whole bunch of people. Right. You know, the gun sounds, you run, you cross the finish line. Uh, you know, I know how I did. Nobody else knows. Nobody else cares. Yeah. So, but okay. it's, you know, it's a very independent thing. Mm -hmm. So then you've got CrossFit where you're with a group of people. It's a guided workout. It's not the kind of workout I would design for myself if I were doing it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you're not watching Netflix and eating Doritos because that sounds like a really yeah, great... Yeah, <laughs> no, 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 no. So, um, but, you know, a great group of people who are encouraging and supportive. And, you know, so that's a nice group activity. And then you've got powerlifting where, you know, you walk out onto a platform all by yourself wearing what is essentially a onesie. Yes. <laughs> okay, I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> and you're there in front of three judges, the spotters, and a crowd of people. And Ooh. you lift, squat, press something heavy. And if you fail, everybody sees it. If you succeed, everybody sees it. Mm -hmm. But it's very, it's just incredibly empowering. I mean, even when you fail, there's something to learn in that. Wow. Yes. So, but yeah, I just, I love it. And so, and you know, then there's, well, and uh, Amanda knows, you know, I love concerts. I love live music, love to travel. So, but it's just all of those things. And because my thing is, nobody is ever going to tell you you're working too hard. Yeah. Not anybody on a job. Oh, and they may no. even praise you. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, that's yeah. a weird thing in our, mm -hmm. it's not mm -hmm. weird anymore, but in our society, it's like, oh, I'm so crazy busy. Yeah. And they're like, yeah. oh, she works all the time. Like, it's a really good thing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I actually was in and a meeting. it's not, by the way. No, it's <laughs> not. We were, I was in a meeting one time and my president um, who I hope doesn't hear this, um, but I would say it to me. I'm anyway. sorry, it was your friend who was working at a place and heard it from that yeah, friend's exactly. president. Yeah, exactly. And that was in the state of Alabama, y'all. Yeah. So back off. And he thought that he was being complimentary, and he said, yeah, so-and-so does a great job, and this is her life. <gasps> oh. And I, I didn't call him, my friend didn't call him out in the meeting, but after the meeting... <laughs> She that made a friend. point of yeah. She made a point of saying to him, "No, this is not my life. I yeah. I love what I do. I'm committed to it. I'm committed to doing the best that I can, but this is one part of a much bigger whole." Oh, yeah. well, that's not healthy. I mean, no matter no. what it is, if if your entire life was CrossFit, I would tell you that's not right. a good thing. If right. You know, it's you need it's yeah. A but in the, it's called work life balance. I would say in the nonprofit world, I don't know. Well, you can you can tell us about local government, yes. but in the nonprofit world. You, it's almost like you're being called to do this, and so people make assumptions that you're doing this is your whole life and you are consumed by it. And then, I, again, that's how we get to a lot of burnout. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And, and I mean, and I, I think you can be called to it. Yes, yes. But at the same time, you still have got to have a balance. That's true. It well can't said. be all, yeah. Cause My multifaceted friend. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. So I just wanted to thank you for coming in and being our guinea pig, I mean, first in-studio <laughs> guest and talking to us about burnout and the ways that you recognize it in yourself and took active measures. And it sounds like from all your wonderful stories that you've shared that your life is maybe a little richer. 
because you were like, hmm, I'm getting a little crispy. Let's remedy the situation. (laughs) And remedy you did. So we've loved having you here. Well, thank you so much. This has been such an honor to be here with y'all. And I don't know if I've ever told you this, but the two of you are two of my professional role models. I just love what you all have done um, and what you've contributed to the profession. And I hope that I can do the same. Yes, well, you do. Oh, oh, my my little Grinch heart just grew. I wasn't expecting that. And that's why I was making and those little <laughs> noises. Wow, thank you. That's that too kind. That's quite a compliment. Thank really you is. very much. Remember, y'all, there is no specific college degree in grant writing or fundraising, but there are a lot of good people with experience to share, training programs, and other ways to learn. And yes, we would love for love. this mm, love LUV for this <laughs> podcast to be part of your professional development lineup. And you know what else we'd love? What? We'd love for you to go to fundraisingheyday.com, our website, fundraisingheyday, that's H-A-Y-D-A-Y.com. Check it out, cruise around, and complete the little contact form, because if you do, we'll send you a wonderful little reference guide to prospect research databases it's lovely we want you to have it but we have to know where to send it it's a really nice treat so it's worth it to share your email address to us no salesman will call thank you again to our season three sponsor dh leonard consulting and grant writing services we appreciate their support in making grants less stressful visit their website dhleonardconsulting.com to learn more Now stay tuned for upcoming episodes this season, including our next one for all you fundraisers out there. We're talking to Pamela Grow about cultivating consistent donors. We hope you'll join us. Bye now. Bye.